Welcome to Coaches and Conversations, where we remove the veil and talk about what it's really like to be a woman building a business online. Because here, it's not just business, it's personal. I'm your host, Master Certified Life Coach and Business Strategist, Tavana Denise. Let's dive in. I think I start almost all of these out giggling because uh, yeah. of course, before we start recording, we're chatting and catching up because I just love all of the people that come on here. And I, of course, love you too, Lisa. I and too. I, I'm so excited about this conversation because I actually came to you and said, hey, I have this idea about doing this podcast, this thing I've never seen before that's really just conversations because you and I have had some conversations, I mean, out apart from the coaching relationship, but just apart from that. And I was telling you my idea. And then we got into this conversation about trauma and how it keeps us from being visible in our business and all of these things. So before we get into that, I want you to tell the people who you are and what you do. All the people. All right. I'm Lisa Hamilton, and I am a life and health coach for women in midlife and beyond who want to live their most authentic life and really create um, a vision for kind of a kick-ass present future and all that, all the things that go with that. So uh, that has been my mission. I feel like I've been coaching my whole life. Um, you can ask my brother. I coached him at the dinner table to like chew with his mouth closed, like all the things my parents weren't very good at. So, and, and then as a physical therapist for 30 plus years, I'm also a movement educator. So I'm always coaching people to kind of live into their body, to live into their, um, their own vision of themselves and really tap into their potential. So I feel like that's my mission now. And I'm, I'm really excited about it. Yeah. And it's been so interesting watching you kind of step into that and live into that. And so since you kind of left off with the the movement educator, we'll get into the trauma stuff in a minute, but I'm looking at your beautiful, wonderful, glowing self. Like I just really look up to all of my big sisters where y'all look kick-ass, you're strong. I'm seeing you posing on the Facebook. And I'm like, I, we talked about just being visible in your business. And then I see you posing on the Facebook in bikinis and I'm like, what a badass. So can you tell me (laughs) what was going on <laughs> in your mind? Whoa. Like, so maybe we, so we can talk, maybe we're going to weave a little trauma in there too, in all seriousness. Yeah. So let's talk pandemic, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I left my, I'm going to call it my corporate job because anything that you do that's outside of being your own CEO in my mind is a corporate job, right? Because you're living on somebody else's terms. And so I left my corporate job at the end of 2019 went gung-ho into the year 2020, ready to create something and the pandemic happened. And that, that, there was a lot of things that happened for a lot of people that year. And one of the things that happened for me was I gained a lot of weight and mm. stopped doing some of the things that I really love to do. Some of it was surrounding 
building a business and learning all the things and not prioritizing my own health and my own well-being uh, and putting that kind of at the bottom of the list, which is what I see so many women that I coach do in so many areas of their life. And for me, it was kind of this, this moment. Well, here's the moment. I thought I got exposed to COVID. And so I had to go get a COVID test. Okay. And when you go to get a COVID test, wherever I went, they weighed you. Huh. And I hadn't weighed myself in a long time because I didn't really want to see what it had to say. Like I knew it wasn't good news or wasn't the news I was wanting. And I, but they weighed me and it was in kilograms. And you know what? My brain does not think in kilograms. So I put that on the back shelf for a couple of days. Cause I was uh -huh. like, I am not ready to do that conversion. That's because you didn't work in a hospital. And I think in kilograms. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I, I think in kilograms now, but at the time I did not think. In, so anyways, I did the math and it was a number that I was most displeased about. And at the same time, I got introduced to, and I'm going to credit her and her, this program that I went into, um, Train with Joan. Her handle is at Train with Joan on Instagram. And Tr Joan McDonald is a badass. She is 75. And I saw photos of her. And I was like, girl, to myself, what is wrong with you that you cannot get your shit together and take care of yourself? And some of that was feeling out of alignment with the message I was putting out there and how I felt about myself. So there was a real disconnect there. And so I felt this sort of really deep urge to, you got to do something. You got to do some, you got to do something radical. Well, let me ask you this though, Lisa, if you can remember around when was that? When you, when you found it, Joan it, in your life? It was about, it was about, a little more than a year ago. So I would say November, 2020 is when I, when I found her. And when, and when I started to kind of look at what women, what older women could do with their physical bodies, right? Cause there's so much messaging out there about, you know, it's too late or, you know, you're, um, you're, you've been through menopause and your body composition is going to be different and you're just going to have to live with it. And I think one of the things that really hit home and I'm sorry, mom, if you're going to listen to this podcast, but she said <laughs> to me one day, she said, honey, it's okay. You just have a mature figure. And I was like, oh my God, that's the most horrible thing somebody could say to, to you. To, your mother says that to you. So that really was like, oh, I don't, I, that was not the identity I wanted. Mm -hmm. Well, the reason why I asked you when, if you could remember was the time, because I, I think we were already working together and you had already started building your business. And you were saying that you felt a bit out of alignment with your mission mm -hmm. and who you were trying to serve and all of the internal stuff going on. So it makes me wonder, like, was, did that contribute to you having difficulty being visible in your business? Being out, of, be, being out of alignment, kind of this internal and external, but yeah, absolutely. Because it took a lot of energy to try to, to try to put things together that seemed out of alignment, right? Mm -hmm. To put a physical or to put a representation out into the world when I didn't really feel that way about myself. I wanted mm -hmm. other women to feel that way about themselves, but I didn't really feel that way about myself. 
So it was when I brought those two things in alignment and started to do the work Mm -hmm. and get results that things changed and they changed dramatically. Yeah. And you, you bring up a really excellent point about doing the work and being in alignment. Cause I don't personally think that we have to be like making a zillion dollars. If we're a business coach, we don't have to be ready for a a fitness show competition. If we're a health coach, Um, but we do get to go first. Like that's one of my, one of my mantras is we go first always. And so I think what you're saying there is, is a great representation of that. So like, I, I literally watched you transform <laughs> physically. And I mean, just to look at you now, you grew, grew out the, the gray. It's amazing. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, that was, that, that was an act of courage, really. And I think that was my theme for 2021 was doing really courageous things. And I started out 2021 with, I think I'm going to grow out my hair. And I've, I've been going gray since I've been in my thirties. And so I didn't really know what color my hair was anymore. Um, but it was really an act of courage to just embrace the natural color. And of course it takes time to do that, but I'll tell you it, I was affirmed over and over and over again by young women, older women, people that stopped me in the grocery store and said, Oh my God, I love your hair or things like, or things like, um, you, you have my future hair, right. And, and who would think that something like your hair color and no shame for anyone who chooses to color their hair. If that makes you feel good about yourself, you do that because I'm all about feeling good, but I just decided I didn't want to do that anymore. And so the feedback that I got was so empowering and, mm-hmm. and all of those little things just played into how I showed up for my business. Yeah. yeah. Can you point to anything in particular in terms of like, once you made that internal shift, how you showed up differently for your business? I, I'll go back to that transformation or the, so, so I hired a coach because that's what we do when we need help us coaches. Because mm-hmm. I think we can recognize, like, we can't know all the things. Right. And sometimes we need some help to be accountable even to ourselves. And I, I have a lot of shame about that. Being mm-hmm. a physical therapist, being a movement person, it's kind of the, you know better. Right. I you should know, know right? what to you do. You should know better. Like, you know what right. to do. I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, I do. And I'm not doing it. So so there was there was a lot of kind of shame that went with that. Mm-hmm. And um, I hired a coach that kept me accountable. And it was this bit by bit over time, slowly, you know, forming habits and just showing up in the program. And mostly what I learned is I showed up for me. Mm. Like I showed up for myself for, for probably, you know, the first time fully in my life. Cause I'm all, I was always about all the other people, my kids, you know, a relationship, your family. And as women, we tend, you know, especially of my generation and maybe, maybe all women were, were conditioned that, you know, if you're in a healthcare profession, you're, you're helpers, right? You, you put your own needs, like you're, you're, if there's time left over and we know there's never time left over when you're putting out emotional energy for all the people. So it, I, I have spent this last year teaching myself that I'm worth it. 
Mm. And living into this physical representation, which is like the, an amazing side benefit. So it looks like the, you know, the outward manifestation is like, oh yeah, you lost weight and you got fit and that is all true. But the most amazing part of it is the inner and the outer world are aligned. And I feel like I'm living into myself for probably the first time in my life, which is yeah. amazing. I mean, like looking at you now and knowing who you were before, like you're not even the same person in the most beautiful way. You were amazing before you are amazing now. And I'm excited to see who you step into as well. So we were talking a little bit also when I came to you with this idea about the the concept of trauma and how that plays into our businesses and how we show up and all of those things. So like how how did trauma show up for you in your business and did it play any part in this physical, how you were physically? Yeah, that's a great question. And, and I'm going to say a wholehearted yes, although that's not the answer I really wanted to hear. Um, when I came to you, I was a burned out healthcare worker that wanted something different. And um, I think that my own fear of stepping into something different certainly got in the way of, of moving my business forward. Um, I think that trauma and we'll call big T trauma and little T trauma. I think we all have some, what we call little T I'll call little T trauma. You know, maybe people made fun of you in school and that affected you in some way or um, you went through a divorce, so that could be a big T trauma. So any any things that that happened in your life that caused you to form a response to cope and survive. And so I think it's not so much the trauma, but it's whatever the coping mechanism was or is to stay safe, because we know our brains want us to be safe and comfortable. And so we come up with strategies to try to stay small and to try to be comfortable and not make waves and all of that. And so, you know, for me, some of my coping was, you know, this, this idea of perfectionism. And so if you don't try, then you really can't fail. And so then you get to right? stay in this identity. Then you get of, to stay I'm perfect. I'm perfect. Right. Because I didn't take that risk to fail. Right. Or if I'm a, if you identify with yourself as a people pleaser, mm -hmm. right you kind of keep, keep things smooth and, make, and don't make waves and all of that. But slowly over time, it like eats away at your own identity of who you are as a person. And, and like, I, I'll call myself a recovering people pleaser. I used to think it was a gift that, oh, I'm friends with lots of different groups of people. But what, what I've come to realize is that it's like being a chameleon. Mm. You're not really standing into your own truth and identity. It's about just shape changing just a little bit who you are to fit in. Yeah. And I think it's so interesting to see like the little, like you said, the little shape shifting, the little like muting of aspects of your personality. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it is, I think that we get to teach ourselves just like when you were going through your physical transformation in our business, little by little, that it's safe to be you, that it's okay to be you. And I got to say, when when I decided to come out with this, because I've had this idea for a very, very long time. As a matter of mm -hmm. fact, I'm going to put a picture somewhere of how I actually, I don't even, do you remember Periscope? 
I do remember Periscope. Oh my gosh. So Periscope, I actually found an old graphic that I had where I called a segment that I did coaching and conversations. And so that was in 2015. And it's interesting to see, like I had my own, I don't know if I would call it little T or big T trauma, where shortly after that, I was trolled on the internet and this person started following me all over in the different places where I was and got to my site. And I really, I felt it in my body afraid that this person, they would go through such measures to keep following me around that, like, I don't even know where they are, who they are, would they follow me and find me physically? Like you you just don't know. So I went completely off the internet for almost a year and a half, completely off with the exception right. of one post about stuff and muffins from my aunt. You're welcome. But <laughs> it was like the best thing ever. It was like, y'all, you know, I'm a connector. You know, I love to share good stuff. I couldn't yeah. not share the stuff and muffins idea because we all love the crust. So anyways, and it was, <laughs> it was very traumatic for me. And so when I go back out into the world and I'm like, I have these ideas, I haven't seen this before. I don't know what people are going to think. I, and then of course my brain goes to the worst and, and then people see me and they're like, you're out there and you post in the different places. And I'm like, yes, but I have an edge, right? Because there's that edge that, that we're testing all the time, like, that there's a point and I keep working with my different coaches and practitioners to, to, to stretch that edge because that was traumatic to me. And so I think yeah. there's a, a space where we get to honor that and like stretch the edge a little bit. I like that. And I think the honoring of it is really important. So it's like, it's like thanking yourself, thanking your psyche, thanking your brain for just showing you how to get through something mm -hmm. and then acknowledging that perhaps that that doesn't serve you anymore that it served a purpose at the time but it kind of lingers in your body and I, I like that you brought up how you felt that in your body when mm -hmm. you felt that person like and and so much of my work that I do for myself and with the clients that I coach is you know where do you feel this in your body and how to, how to release that feeling of tension and stress and fear in your body. Cause when we can connect that body and mind, it's so powerful. And that, that's why too, I think the physical transformation and getting into the gym and doing hard things. And to your point, pushing the edge. I mean, when I, I knew I wanted to lose weight and I wanted to get strong and I wanted to align my inner and outer world. And I literally started out in my spare bedroom with like pink dumbbells and it was hard. It was hard and little by little by little, it got easier. And then I pushed the edge a little more and a little more. And then I had to go to the gym and I had to recreate that whole idea of like, oh, I don't, I don't know if I belong here. Like, these are not my people. Like I'm the yoga, Pilates, meditation, kind of Zen mm -hmm. people. Like these people are not my people. And, and, and as far as you remember going into a gym or somewhere as a physical therapist, like put your blinders on. Cause there's a whole lot of people doing stuff. They're going to hurt themselves and they're going to come back and want to talk to you later. So you <laughs> have to kind of keep, keep your mind forward. Um, so that was, a, that was a whole other identity shift of, am, am I a person that goes to the gym? Mm. Right. So that's part of that identity shift of, Oh, I am a person. I'm a person that goes to the gym. And I told myself that. 
I'm a person that goes to the gym. Even when I felt like, what in the hell am I doing here? I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And so bit by bit, it got easier. And then I pushed the edge. It got easier and I pushed the edge. And I thank my coach for that. And mm -hmm. it's kind of like, all right, a little bit more, a little bit more in, with safety, nothing crazy, but over time. And I knew that that would translate into my business. Like the deepest part of me knew that if I could be consistent with, with these massive action steps over time for my own self, that that was going to translate into, into how I showed up in the world. And I, and I really feel that. It, it takes me back to like what Stacey Bateman says about being a product of your product. Feel that now. Yeah. The, yeah. the identity piece is so key. And I was listening to you when you said, I am a person that goes to the gym. Like you were literally creating a new identity with your words. And I think so many people, myself included at times, we don't realize how powerful the two little words I am and yo soy, for those of us who speak <laughs> Spanish, <laughs> how, how powerful and creative those words are. Even in the moment, if they didn't feel true, you were creating that new identity. And I think that was one of the things that, that I marveled at so much when I was running the program that you were in. And mm -hmm. I would have these little events with people and it would be like networking. And I'd say, well, tell everybody what you do and who you are. And I just noticed this for myself that every time one of my clients, they would say, oh yeah, I'm a physical therapist. Oh yeah, I'm a doctor. Oh yeah, I'm a nurse. And I have this coaching practice on the side. I was like, okay, we're not quite there yet. And I would just make a mental note and I would keep having those events. And I don't know that I did it intentionally, but I noticed that the more I had those events and the more y'all introduced yourselves and when somebody started saying, I am a life coach or a health coach or a whatever coach, like within two weeks, they started making money. And so it's just so interesting to hear you say that about yourself and like I am a person that goes to the gym and watch that transformation happen yeah right and it's not without a lot of hard work right that's that's that that's the key too we, we sometimes I think we see I'll call them outliers where like amazing things happen and it's just like they didn't have to put a lot of effort in so mm -hmm. it, it's also taught me how to be a little more gracious when people say you look amazing, I just say, thank you. And I've worked really hard to get here. Mm -hmm. And so same thing in a business, you're successful. You're like, thank you. And I have been working really hard and diligently over time. It didn't happen overnight. And that's why I think the gym metaphor is such a life metaphor, mm -hmm. right? You don't walk into the gym one day and walk out transformed. You sure that's not how that I works? mean, damn it. I know if we can figure that out, we're going to be millionaires. We're going to bottle it up. But last time I checked, it does not work that way. And so I can't say enough about just building, building the habit of showing up and showing up for yourself. Because when you show up for yourself, then, then the people will come because the messaging is so um, authentic and true. And people can feel that. Yes. I believe that. With that, I think we're just going to, that's beautiful take home message. And I'm just going to let, let that 
let whoever is listening right now, just let that simmer. So before I ask you my last question, mm-hmm. will you please, Lisa, tell the people how they can find you, follow you, soak up your wisdom. All right. You can find me on Instagram at hello, Lisa Hamilton. Also on Facebook at the same handle. And on my Instagram page, if you want to find me and chat about how you can transform your life, feel free to set up a momentum consultation. I'd be happy to chat with you. Um, I'm all over the social. Uh, You can find me on my website at the www.hellolisahamilton.com. So good. Okay. So last question. Yeah. What? advice would you give to your formal self? Like if you were to go back in time and talk to the former version of Lisa, who is trying to build a business, what would you tell her? I tell her to, to do it anyway, even when you're afraid, even when, and to pick something in the beginning that, you know, you can be successful at. Right. We have these big goals sometimes and it, it's like so overwhelming to get there. But pick pick something that you are almost certain you can be successful doing and then build on that. That's what I, I and for me, sometimes the, I'm a big picture person, but sometimes I can get lost in what's the end game without um, going back to the small, tiny, actionable steps. So that that for me is the, the biggest thing, like one step at a time but keep doing it because they all add up and live into this identity. I am, I am a insert, whatever words you want that to be an amazing person, a successful life coach, a aging woman who has a kick-ass life. I am that person. In the present tense. I love that. In the present tense. Yes. And, and, and just so you, just so I know people can't see us, but just for Tavana today, I wore my Peloton shirt because she oh, and I love the Peloton. We love, we love that. It's like going to church. So, uh, life coaching on a bike. I'm all about that's that. That's true. That is true. That's what it feels like too. <laughs> that's for, that's for you, my friend. That's for you. Awesome sauce. Thank you so, so much, Lisa. And I will talk to you soon. You're so welcome so grateful for you. And if you want to continue the conversation with us, join our private community at tavanadenise.com forward slash join. This is your place to get real, get honest and share what's on your mind and heart as a woman building a business online. I can't wait to meet you on the inside.